Hi everyone and welcome back to Radio Geonosis where we talk about Star Wars from a certain point of view. I'm Angie. And I'm Jim. And we are back. I'm back from Comic-Con. Today our show is going to be called Off the Cuff. So we'll just be talking about all kinds of random things that happen at Comic-Con and also random things that are going on in the world of Star Wars. So our hot happenings is probably going to be the entire show. So with that, let's go over some Comic-Con fun stuff. So I went um, to Comic-Con and I was able to go all five days. Yay. Yes, I went to preview night, which is always like a, um, it's like a race to everywhere. You're running around all over the place. It's almost like a scavenger hunt. Well, that's, you know, that's where you get to go onto the show floor and you look for, and all the various uh, vendors and stuff are already set up. And, um, you know, you look for those Comic-Con exclusives, which always appear at that time. Yes. And, you know, you get in your line and you go, I hope I get this thing, whatever it is. <laughs> I remember when I went in 2006, that's when I picked up my episode three Obi-Wan lightsaber. Oh, wow. Yep. Because that was a Comic-Con exclusive back in those days. So, you know, uh, a lot of that, you know, like the Red Sith Trooper Funko Pop, the, the six-inch Sith Trooper was Which also... seemed to be the hottest item oh, yeah. there. Well, yeah, I mean... Someone had asked me for it, and I, I met a gentleman who had a ticket for the Funko Pop booth, and I just... He tried... I tried. It was it was ter it was so terrible trying to get this thing. Now, Loungefly was offering, and they did sell out of it. They were offering buy the bag and you get the red the Funko Pop Sith Trooper with it. But right. but it was seventy five dollars, so it was a real like I don't know if I want to spend that for <laughs> on that bag. So, but it did sell out when I went the next day. It was already gone. Wow. So it's obvious that. A lot of people wanted that. Yeah, that's typical. You know, most exclusives sell out on preview night. And then, you know, you get you do your shopping on preview night, and then the rest of the con is for fun and panels and trooping and whatever. Yeah, know? yeah. I, You know what? I didn't get a chance to go to any panels. I have not been to a panel ever at Comic-Con. I don't think I have either. So. It's, just, it's just too crazy. I've done it at WonderCon, and I did it at the anime convention, but it's just too hard to do. At Comic-Con. It's really, you have to wait in line half the day. And I'm just, I, Hall H, though, Vince was able to get into Hall H. It only took him 20 minutes. Oh, wow. That's cool. So there was not that big line, people staying the night in the line, you know, and all of that. It just, that did not happen. And anytime I saw people going in, it wasn't the crazy lines of the past. Mm. And I think, you know, because there was so much going on, they also had a Batman anniversary and they did it at the Comic-Con Museum, which I think we should go to. Oh, yeah. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I saw a video of that online not too long ago. And, yeah, I thought it was really awesome, you know, to see all the various, you know, Batman things, you know, if you're a Batman guy. Yes, um, and little, a little um, a little FYI, my neighbor is really good friends with Burt Ward. Oh, that's cool. And he's friends with him because he, um, Burt Ward, is part of what's called Ge uh, Gentle Giant mm -hmm. and that dog food. And his, my neighbor has a mastiff, and that's mm -hmm. how that that's how that friendship all came about. Oh, okay. But my neighbor next door is friends with Burt Ward. Oh, that's nice. Robin. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, while at Comic Con, I was able to perform my very first show 
not my very first show with Saber Guild, but my very first show with Saber Guild at Comic-Con. Yeah. And I was really, really excited. It was, it was, it was such a wonderful thing to be able to do that. Now the, now the stage is a whole lot different than WonderCon. WonderCon is a, is a, it seems to me like a little bit smaller and it seems a little bit more, um, the floor seems a little looser. The other floor was really steady. And so I, I was really excited about that. It seemed like there was more room to perform. Um, and I, I just didn't look out of the crowd. I never look out of the crowd because if I did, I'd be all nervous. And I would forget what I'm doing. So I never look at the crowd. It is a later performance. So I, we did have a good size, a, a good amount of people, but I'm not sure how many because I didn't look. Right, right. Well, you know, it's typical that, you know, I think Saber Guild has been doing the the Comic-Con Masquerade show for at least six years. Yeah, something like that. But this was the first time I was able to do it. And I said, yeah. you know what? People better not get sick because I'm not missing it. <laughs> you know, somebody better not have a baby because I'm not missing it. You know, and, and these are the things that have come up and it not allowed me to go. So I'm like, and my husband was sick last week or the week before. I said, you get me sick and we're going to have a problem. <laughs> so <laughs> he stayed away just to make sure that I was able to go. Now another what now Jim do you have some other information as to what happened at Comic-Con? Yes, I do. Um there Let were, us have it. Well, um there were several um well there was information released at Comic-Con. Um uh there was a uh publishers panel there from Delray Books. Oh yes. And and well it was also combined uh Marvel Comics and Delray. Um, the first thing, uh, Charles Sewell, who's a writer for Darth Vader comics, I believe, for Marvel, um, announced that they are doing a Rise of Kylo Ren comic. Oh, wow. It's a limited edition, four-issue um, release. It's coming out in December, I believe. I would imagine the first issue is coming out in December, then Rise of Skywalker comes out, and then the other three issues are going to be after the movie. And he's writing it. And That's really cool. We don't have any info on the artist yet. Um, they released art for the um, uh, Allegiance uh, comics, uh, Star Wars Allegiance, which is a four-issue series, which is, again, uh, the journey to the rise of Skywalker. So it's a four-issue um, story arc um, dealing with the heroes of uh, the sequel trilogy. Oh, okay. Basically leading up to Episode Nine. Um, let me see. Let me see. What else did we get? I know um, that um, they also had the third in the Thrawn book, too. Yeah. Thrawn, Thrawn Treason was on sale at Comic-Con. $25. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it officially went on sale mass market um, on Tuesday, this past Tuesday. But not with the exclusive cover. No, no, no. You could only get the exclusive cover at Comic-Con. I'm going to wait till Celebration and buy the book because it'll be there. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Um, also, uh, there's going to be another series of Vader's Castle comics. Oh, wow. Uh, which is the kind of horror-based comic that they did, um, I think, last year or the year before. And they're doing another run of uh, another another story arc of that. And it'll have Darth Vader, basically the villains, Darth Vader, Asajj Ventress. Wow. Um, and so on. And Working um, in tandem. Right. <laughs> um, let me see here. There was... Also, they also had the display of all the of all the um, troopers, which right. I thought was really cool. Yeah. And then they were showing excerpts at the top of the different stormtrooper events. Because so there was different 
movie scenes and then background on how they created the certain things right they had a like a little corner of um things that you can buy they did have an ahsoka window cover but i just i just i i can't put it in a tinted window or else i would have done it yeah um <laughs> also they had some information uh released about the lucasfilm museum of narrative art which is the new yeah i did not hear that um there's just some of the things that they're talking about that's going to be there for sure. Um, the second Death Star from Endor. Oh, wow. The actual uh, shooting prop. Um, Macquarie concept art. Um, the A New Hope storyboards. So the, the storyboards uh. that they used to put together the very first movie will be there. And... It, uh, just a few of George's trinkets. Yeah, the hero <laughs> lightsaber props from the first six movies. Oh wow! And you know these Those were better be in glass cases. And you know these were George's per, you know personal um, items, and then he's putting them in there. Also, they said that there will also be stuff from the Willow movie. Oh wow! And the Indiana Jones movie. Oh my gosh! Yes, I went to the Indiana at the block. They had an Indiana Jones exhibit, and I went to that. It was super cool. My daughter and I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. And uh, finally, um, uh, Vader Immortal, the VR game. Uh, chapter two had concept art and information also revealed at Comic Con as well. It must have been in a panel because that's one thing I haven't done. I was telling Jim that I have not done a panel at Comic-Con. I need to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done the panels everywhere else, but I have not done it there. So yeah. I would like to do that. Because you, you get all kinds of nuggets. And I mean, I just haven't been in that. You know, I was in costume almost every day. Mm -hmm. And some I some not Star Wars costumes. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know. We won't I discuss mean, that. The, the Marvel panel took the cake at yes. Comic-Con this year. That's basically what I heard. Oh my gosh, but... Jennifer started crying when she found out that Black Widow is getting her own movie, right? Yes, she Black was Widow so movie. excited. There's going to be a, thir a fourth Thor movie, and it's going to have Natalie Portman. Yes! Our beloved Natalie Portman, who's returning as uh, Jane Foster, I think her name is. So she's the... is she going to be Thor? They're talking about her being Thor. Okay. And she held up the hammer, so she's Thor now. Which is cool. Um, and, you know, a bunch of other news. Uh, new series for Disney Plus, as well as some other movies. Now, maybe you can answer this question for me. Because someone put on Facebook that they're looking for a poster that said Vader Extra. I do not know what that is. I but, don't But know. a guy at the gym was wearing a shirt that said Vader Extra. I said, is this uh, some sort of Corona beer? I have no idea. I have no I'm gonna idea. really have to dig into that because oh, right. I had no, I have no idea why they were what this Vader extra was all about. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, there's a couple other things. Um, uh, a black series Boba Fett helmet. Wow. From also, and that's from Hasbro, and then the EFX company is doing a concept Stormtrooper helmet from Ralph McQuarrie's concept art. I think I may have seen that. Yeah, if you've seen the concept Stormtrooper, and that's the one that had the lightsaber and the shield and stuff, that helmet is going to get a, um, a release. Probably because it's going to have a spot in the Mandalorian. Possibly. They, they always link these things together. It, it was really cool also at Comic-Con to see the Weta the Weta Workshop, mm -hmm. and they had a lot of Lord of the Ring there. They yeah. had Planet of the Apes, 50th anniversary, Planet of the Apes. Right. Um, and that was that was really awesome because 
as a kid, I watched that all the time. Absolutely. Saturday yeah. afternoons, you watch Planet of the Apes, you know, because they'd show it on oh, like yeah. oh, definitely. KTLA yeah. had the, you know, yeah. the, the yeah. matinee, you right. know, and right. I, I watched the yeah. Planet of the Apes. My husband yeah, hates that. Yeah, yeah. He hates Planet of the I love it. I even like the newer ones. Yeah, the newer ones. I don't know. I haven't seen the newer ones yet, but the uh, classics I've seen many times. Oh, yeah. It, it was great. And we know we have a friend in Saber Guild who has done Cornelius. Oh, yeah, Jennifer. Yes, Jennifer from the Outer Rim. She's done Cornelius. I yeah. think she did it at um, she did it at uh, the Long Beach Con. Okay. She yeah. was dressed as Cornelius. Okay. That's how I saw her. Well, in other news. In other news. In other news, Star Wars Resistance was nominated for an Emmy. What? Yay! Yeah, so you know, Emmy season's coming, I guess. And Star Wars Resistance was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Children's Programming. Good. In addition, Star Wars Vader Immortal, the VR game, was also nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Innovation in Interactive Media. I didn't know games could could be part of an Emmy. Well, because it's also considered kind of a... Well, it's not a show, but it's, but it's an interact, it's an interactive story. And this is a new type, so the Emmy people wanted to recognize it. That's really cool. You know, you, you think that Star Wars is like, uh, you know, this is something out there. This is something that's reaching people all over. Mm -hmm. And it, it's really, really cool. I saw a lot of kids dressed up. Um, in like Jedi and and people girls dressed as Rey, you know, because they view her as a as a hero, uh -huh. and I and I really love that, you know, that the kids are recognized, and this kind of leads me into this story because John Favreau reveals the advice George Lucas gave him while shooting the Mandalorian, and he said they had a very long talk, and he, John told, I mean, uh, George told John, remember, the real audience. Um, the real audience for all stories and all myths are kids that are coming up in age. Yeah. And I, I do understand that, but I still think that it is still reaching people that are a little bit older because I've had people tell me, I, I started dating this guy and we were, or this girl and I showed her star Wars and she loves it now. Well, yeah. And I mean, it, it's, I think it's not so much, an actual number age it's more of a a level of development and maturity and and just how you feel about you know as they say kids of all ages yes and there but you know that the wonderful thing about star wars is there's so many books to get kids excited about reading oh yeah definitely. because reading is really important and that's something i pushed for my kids i read to them at night we did you know all of the I love the Dr. Seuss and things like that. And I, and I got them interested in reading. Mm. And so my, my old, my second son doesn't read as much cause they have time working kids, stuff like that. But I told him to read to his daughter. It's really, really important. My daughter still reads books. My <coughs> older son, he loves all the Anne Rice books. He reads those. My younger son really into the Harry Potter, not as much Star Wars. My husband on the other hand is all about Star Wars. Read 90 of the old canon, you know, and they, uh, what do they call it? The uh, extended universe. Right, right. He's read, he's reading those and he's somewhere in the nineties now with all the books that he's read. Yeah. And so he, he loves his favorite so far has been the, the troopers, right? Right. You know, the, the clones, he loves the clones. Mm -hmm. So he, he's really been up on that, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the thing that they talked about George and John talked about was that, 
parents are eager to pass down movies like Star Wars to their kids. And I and now you can because now we're looking at 40 years of Star Wars. And so now you have the kids from the 70s who have kids and even grandkids. Right. Yeah. Because I have a friend from the 501st who is Revan. He's 69 years old. Yeah. He's Revan, but yet he's passed it down to his grandkids. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, you're you're looking at somewhere between three and four generations. Yes. You know, because some, you know, the folks who were adults when they saw Star Wars you know, and, and enjoyed it, like my dad and, you know, people like that. And then, you know, people who were kids when we saw it, like you and me. And then, and then, you know. He just like aged us. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. And then, you know, of course, our kids and then grandkids if they're old enough. Of yeah. Course. Yeah. So, yeah, you're talking approximately four generations and. And it's fantastic, you know. Our buddy Sal, he did the same thing. He read Star Wars to them. Now they're all into it. Yeah. And you know, of course, he still reads them like he's a kid, you know. Yeah. And he, he you know, because he, you know, he's thirty-something years old. And he he's acts still a like kid. a kid. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we all are. We're all Peter Pans. You're never gonna grow up. I'm never gonna grow up. I said, you know, I no, no matter how old I am, I'm never gonna grow up. I'm still gonna get in costumes. I don't think that I'm, you know, that I'm too old to do things like that. I actually started in my forties and I've just gone from there, but yeah. I've actually, you know, when I was younger, I was in getting in getups and things like that. And, you know, and then I stopped for a little while and then I stumbled upon, you know, Comic-Con and, and going to, and going to conventions. And then I, all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? I had gone two years and I'm like, I want to get a costume. And it just went from there. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so it went from there. So that's really, really cool. Um, in on August second, Jim and I are going to be at what's called Market Seven Seven Six Zero Market. Now, Seven Six Zero is our area code. So up in the high desert, we're going to be doing a an event at the Adelanto Baseball Field, or 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 now it's a soccer field, and it's kind of gone through some changes. But we'll be there as Jedi and Sith. Now, if anybody is interested and wants to be part of this event, I say, please join us. Um, I'm looking for cosplayers. Anybody, you can come in any costume. I would love for everybody to come out and join us. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to put it out there. I even wrote line breakers and asked if they could put it out to the people there if they're interested in, in cosplaying and coming and joining right. us. Now, Jim is going to be at the Big Bear Renaissance Fair, which is August 10th. Yep. That's going to be up in Big Bear, and they will have a show. That is correct. We are going to be doing a pretty big show. The Mandalorian mercenaries will be involved. Are you going well. to be killed? <laughs> but that's a spoiler for the I won't story, tell anybody. It? Actually, I killed a Jedi at Comic-Con. That's so. not very nice. No, I know it's not. <laughs> Speaking of the Jedi... Um, deaths may happen who knows i don't know but there's gonna be a big fight there's at least 12 people in our show wow so it's pretty much the entire temple that's an official member that's really cool and we just you know we just finalized our our last official member that's in the show and that's juan and he's and, and he's going to be an inquisitor so he's our first seen them working on that yeah he's our first inquisitor too yeah, I've, I want to get, I, I'm actually part of that group uh, chat, so I, I'm looking forward to being able to buy the pieces and do it myself, yeah. too, because it looks like it's a real comfortable costume. I said, as long as I don't have to wear a mask, 
Yeah. I'm yeah. good because one of my friends, um, Tori, is a um, seventh sister. And the costume is really an awesome costume. But putting on that mask, I'm like, oh, I don't know. I really am not a big fan of that. Well, um, you can. There is the mask without the face part, too, because she lifts it up. So it should be removable if, or something to where yeah. you could just you know, see your face. Yeah. Um, cause that's the way that character was designed to be either way. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it, it is a beautiful costume. Though. Yeah. It's really nice. I just am not, not a big fan. I was able to, on Thursday of Comic-Con, I was able to go with John Rodriguez. He was Kylo Ren. Mm -hmm. And then I had, uh, Brian Cook, who was, um, the, um, he was Darth Vader. I met a, a gentleman named Twilsey who was, um, Darth Maul. And then Tori, Brian Cook's wife, she was a seventh sister. And then we had, um, their, their daughter, Levi, she was Ahsoka Tano, but she was dressed in a, um, uh, one of the, um, Imperial, Imperial, I think his Imperial officers was in the all black jumpsuit. Oh, probably. Uh, oh, the typically the if it's just a jumpsuit and and there's like no helmet or whatever. Right. It's probably the um, the technician. It's like the type pilot reserve. Yes, it, that's what she was, type pilot reserve. But yeah. it, it was really it was a lot of fun to be able to go and um, take pictures all around the convention. Brian said that he it was very hot. We were out. He had worn that costume for four hours, and when we were on the floor, we got swamped by people. My so bad. it was it was a lot of fun. I came as a Sith, um, uh, and I, I really really had a good time. I was kind of bummed that I wasn't able to take the picture with the um, where they had the official shoot. Oh yeah. But yeah, I was yeah. with my daughter, and so we did an anime thing. Oh, okay. So. I wasn't able to do that. So, and I didn't want her to feel bad because I was in a Sith costume and she dressed up. She did a Goku Sailor Moon mashup, which was really. <laughs> so, she did Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball Z together, which was cute. A lot of people liked That's it. Cool. And she got that from um, some fan art. So I and see. she put that costume together herself, so I was very proud of her. Oh, that's awesome. And the fact that she wanted to dress up was even more awesome because yeah. she never wants to do that. Uh huh. I think well, I'm rubbing good. off on her. Well, that's good. That's a good thing. <laughs> I, that's a good thing to rub off. You know. <laughs> um, I do have more news. All right, let's keep going because it's off the cuff. Well, um, there's some uh, Disney updates. Okay. Now, um, if you wish to, um. Uh, reserve your spot at Savi's Workshop. Oh, wow. Or at Oga's Cantina. You can now do it up to 14 days in advance. So if you buy your ticket, you can reserve your thing, your, 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 you know, experience up to 14 days in, in advance. Now, the workshop is where you build the saber. That is correct. What's the other one? Oga's Cantina. That's where you just go get drunk. You have to have reservations for that, too? Yeah, because... It is very popular right now, and you can only stay because for... Because it's hot. Well, it's, <laughs> it's that, and it's a place you can drink, you know. It's the only place outside of Club 33 that you can drink alcohol wow. in Disneyland. I really want to go. I mean, everybody I know has gone, and I really want to go. Well, I haven't gone either. Yeah. So. Well, I guess it's two of us that hasn't yeah, gone. Yeah. Everybody else has already gone. Right. Everyone I know has gone. But me, you too. Me. me, too. Me, so. too. I, I Even my 
one of my friends, um, Sean, whose son is named Anakin, mm-hmm. he um, he went with his kids, but he went during Comic-Con. Oh, I and I was already, you know, I was at Comic-Con, so I guess I can't be mad. Right, yeah. Because <laughs> getting into Comic-Con is harder oh, than getting into Galaxy Oh, my gosh, yes. So. It is very difficult. And, you know, when you talk to people about that, you know, they, oh, I really want to go. I really want to go. It makes my, it, it makes me, my heart hurt because I know what the experience is like. And I'm sad that other people can't experience that. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I feel very, very fortunate that I was able to go and very fortunate that I was be able to be in the show. I mean, I, I look at Saber Guild as a true blessing because I really have been able to do some things I never would have thought I would have been able to do. Right. And especially performing, you know, because Comic-Con was the very first convention I ever went to. I had never been to any comic book convention. I had never been to anything like that. And in 2008, if you had told me that I would be performing in 2019 on the stage, I would have told you you were crazy. <laughs> that that would have never happened. But here it did happen. And so go. I look at it as a blessing. Every show I've ever done, I'm truly grateful for. Well, that's good. That's yes. Good. Any performance I've done, any troupe I've done. I really look at it as is a blessing because it, I have never been able to do something like this. And it's been, it has been so much fun. And, and Rob just posted something and I put it onto our page, Radio Geonosis, about Saber Guild yeah, yeah. from Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Which was really cool. I'm hoping that when Celebration comes here, you're going, right? No, I can't get in. Oh, you can get the... I didn't get a patch. You didn't get a, a badge for it? No, I couldn't afford it. Oh my god! Not to mention, I, I was at work. I couldn't be on the internet. Oh, at work. oh! When I the was... tickets went on sale, I'm like, I can't be on the internet at work. So something may come up because apparently a few people have told me that um, right before this, the some of these events come up, people sell their tickets. Well, it's that's always a chance and a possibility, and you know, and the badges are transferable. I knew, I know that. So. Uh, I might, you know, keep my ear to the ground yeah, and see what happens. Yeah. As long as they're not trying to sell them for like $500 instead of whatever. I think there's but... a site that Rob was talking about that you would be able to get to tickets and the people cannot scalp them right. and make them, you know, more expensive. Mark's going one day. I'm going all the days. Yeah. I because mean... last time when we, when you and I went, I was only able to go, um, Thursday and Friday. Right. And I was really heartbroken that I wasn't able to go all the days. That's why I went to Florida and I was able to go all the days. And when I, you know, when I did the last Anaheim show, I was able to go all four days because I was able to get a batch easily. Right. And, and that wasn't a problem. And, you know, my goal is to do what I did last time, basically work the Saber Guild booth and then, you know, have a little fun. And like I, I video, I videoed all the shows too. I remember that. I helped you. Yeah. So I helped you with that. That was my first time that I ever gone to any real big, and I wasn't a member yet. I was still in the process of just practicing. Yes. And I think I, I think I was still, yeah, I wasn't even an official member yet. I mm. was just practicing, so I had not even gotten to that point. I did not, in 2015, I did not become a, an official member until no, December 23rd. Uh-huh. Best Christmas gift I ever got. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tell you, I was very, right before Christmas, I got that, and I was super, super excited. Yeah, yeah. So, at that point, we'll see what happens. And if I can, I can. If I can't, then I'm stuck. Um, I think I think an opportunity will come up. I 
I'm going to put out those uh, feelers. Yeah, put out the feelers too. Yeah. So, all right. So, anything else? One last thing. If you're a fan of music, um, it's probably. If you're a fan of music, we got a little bit left. Okay. Um, John Williams, our beloved John Williams, yes, is releasing a new album of various John Williams themed music. Oh. It's not just Star Wars, but it's going to be a lot of stuff that he's done over the years. Um, I love the Superman one and a, the Olympics. He's getting together with a world famous German violinist. Mm-hmm. Her name is. And Sophie Mutter. And very good on the pronunciation. Well, I, I try. <laughs> um, and she's uh, you know, and she's basically they, they, they adapted the various John Williams themes to violin and, and with an accompanying orchestra. Wow. And they're putting together a twelve track list. It's coming out on August thirtieth. So anytime now. And four of the tracks are Star Wars tracks, and then the rest are from various other um, pieces. I would uh, so buy that. One, you know, one from Harry Potter. Oh, uh, you know, he actually, it was his music that established the sound for Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, because he wrote. I think he wrote the first movie, and yes, he did. Kind of, you know, kind of went along, but he also did. You know, there's music from Schindler's List, wow. and, and um, Dracula, Sabrina, and so on. Wow. So. We had, we're about ready to explode on the Death Star right now. <laughs> Just uh, stand by. Yes, I, I would I would so buy that. I have um, episode one music. I have the music for episode one and episode um, three. I don't have two, um, the soundtrack for two. Um, I also have the soundtrack for, um, you bought that for me for Christmas for um the force awakens right so i have that music um i re- i have the harry potter uh the sorcerer's stone soundtrack i love mu- movie soundtracks those yeah. are my favorite the one i really want is wonder woman oh the yeah the soundtrack yeah, yeah. That, for a, that yeah, is good. fantastic i like that movie oh that my gosh and the music is terrific yep. i also have batman um the batman begins uh a rise of batman i think that's what it's called and the, the all three of the the newer Batman movies. Oh, the the Nolan movies. Yes. The Dark Knight trilogy. Basically. Yes, yes. Okay. I have the soundtrack for all three of those, which are the the music is fantastic. Yeah. And I got while at Comic Con, I got the um, soundtrack. They the guy just handed it to me, and it's for uh, Superman Returns. I haven't heard all of it, but I'm a big fan. I love Rogue One. That's probably. One of my favorites. Yeah, that's is a good soundtrack. Oh. Michael Giacchini, uh, Michael Giacchino, I'm sorry, is a great composer, and it, it, he did a great job on that. Oh and, my gosh, um, the music is terrific. If you're if you're a classical music fan or you know historical music fan, um, the two words "dies irae" it's 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 Latin, but. It, it's kind of, that's the foundation of most of Rogue One's music. Oh, it's so good. Rogue One is so good. You know, there was a, um, in um, Return of the Jedi, it, when Moth, Moth, Mon Mothma, Mon Mothma says that, um, what were what, what the folks, what the people, Bothans, Bothans, yeah. they died to bring this information. There yeah, was yeah, a Bothan yeah. at Comic-Con. Oh, cool. 
So I had never seen one. So it's he almost looks like a werewolf. Yeah, they they have that kind of look. Yeah, yeah. almost of, like a werewolf yeah, kind of they're, guy. They're, yeah, they're Star Wars furries, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. That's a good way to put that. Yeah. <laughs> and we're not going to go into what furries are, but you know, <laughs> I, I have a family member that is into that. Anyways, <laughs> that's going to do it for our show today. Now, please follow us on Facebook at Radio Geonosis 2.0. Follow us and like and subscribe on YouTube at Radio Geonosis. Also, we have a, a Twitter page. We're getting there. I'm still setting it up. Um, but it's going to be at Radio Geonosis. So. Now, it, you might have to do 2.0, and I'll tell you about that later. Okay. And then we also have an Instagram, Radio Geonosis. So please like and su subscribe on YouTube. When you do that, we can we can up our URL. So that's what I'm looking to do. Ah, gotcha. So, but we will, Jim and I will be out at the 760 Market in Adelanto, on August the 2nd and Jim will be at the Big Bear Renaissance Fair so if you have a chance to get out there and see these shows I would highly recommend it or the the second one is a show first one is a troop we'll be taking pictures with everyone so from us here at Radio Geonosis we'll see you next time may the force be with you yeah